everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 52, and we have video. Some of you may not see that because you might be listening in your car, but that's okay. I'm meteorologist <laughs> Jeff Orgeron, joined by Camilla Orti, who is in studio. Hey, Camilla. Yes. Hello, Jeff and Mark. And yeah, we've got Chief Meteorologist Mark Nelson in a storage closet on the other side of the station. It, hey, Mark. It's actually the recording booth, like the old days when you think of radio where they have this padded room. No, they didn't put me in a padded room, but that's why the sound is maybe a little bit different. But it's all this technology. Some of it looks kind of old, like it's from the 90s. Um, and I guess that's old now. But um, yeah, it's one of those rooms where like somebody could record here and there's a, a glass window and then there's a recording booth behind. So it seems to work pretty well. We have to be in separate locations. And just for the record, probably most of you won't see this in video since we're doing a test of the video. Yeah. So you can just imagine what it looks like. We look great, folks. We look amazing. We're going to have video consistently soon. Go ahead, Camilla. Yeah, and to paint the picture, I just want people to understand who maybe can't see the video that there's a nice pile of like patio umbrellas in the back left corner of Mark's uh, video. It's it's nice. It's a nice. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Baby blue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's me. Nice. All right. High um, quality. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we got the important stuff out of the way. Um, Yeah. So, guys, we're in the midst of I would say historic heat for the month of May. Oh yeah. Um, we've gone, well, we've already recorded five days at and above 90 degrees. We are, I think on day seven now at and above 80 degrees. That's consecutive days in a row, seven days in a row at and above 80 degrees. And uh, we've had, correct me if I'm wrong guys, preliminary four daily record warm lows. Today we were at 61 record warm low was 58 previously. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three daily record highs, and yep. we're running. Yep, we're running like six to seven degrees above average for a typical May through the first seventeen days of the month. Um, that, that's after some chilly days we had too, mm-hmm. right? Know, earlier in the month. So, it's, so it's, if we would have had if we would have had average temps before we had the really warm stuff, we'd be even warmer. I so guess. it, it it's right? been yeah. I I think that's correct, and I think yeah. like the the general you know idea about spring is we usually experience progressive patterns where we'll get a couple of days of warm up, then we'll get a cool down, some showers. Wait, wait a minute, up. Jeff. Wait a minute. In, the, in these heightened times of, of, of unrest, you said a progressive pattern. We should be clear that that's a weather term. It has nothing to do with politics. I'm serious. <laughs> a, a progressive pattern means things move along. Okay. You know, I said this three times on air today and I didn't add a clarification. So I may have oh. some upset viewers out there. Don't you be pushing your emails. values? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I was serious. Uh, it is. It's just a weather term. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, usually, high pressure moves along. It doesn't park itself for a week or more over the West Coast. But yes. man, we've had. It's just been. I mean, it's been more July-like than May, in my opinion. Or it's not even an opinion. Oh, it's just, that's not know, an opinion. It's it, it has been. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. to, to have day after day in the 80s. And All right, 90s, let's speak some truth. I mean, Mark, you yeah. grew up here. What is it like? Is this – I mean, just give us your, your take on this. Uh, I remember 1997. We had a similar thing. Went on for about two weeks, lots of 70s and 80s. I don't think in 97 we hit 90. I could be wrong. But it was like two weeks of summer. That's the last time I remember this happening. And then my high school senior year um, in 1987 – I remember somebody's calling me. I don't know. Um, so that year, that year we had, um, that was the other year. It was kind of like this one. We had three days in the 90s, three consecutive days in the 90s and a bunch of days in the 80s as well. 
Um, and they're really, I think there's, I think there may have been a period in the late 30s that it was something similar, but really rare to see something like this so early in the season. Yeah. I, I believe it's well, really rare. I think it's 47 and 87. Those were the only other years that we hit 90 okay. or greater three times in the month of May. Yeah. But we've done it five. <laughs> it's like we lately with this heat, yeah. I feel like we don't just break records. We smash records. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Um, so at least the gardens are kind of happy. Those seem to be taking off. We can talk about gardens a little bit later. Um, but uh, it does look like we're going to finally cool down um, heading into the weekend gradually at first and then. We'll dip down. I mean, okay, so this time of year, what's typical for mid to late May? 70 for a high, about 50 yep. for a low. Yep. Um, so we're going to be closer to that, it looks like, around, at least around Sunday and Monday. Good push of ocean air. That'll be. I think that'll be refreshing. Morning clouds, afternoon sun. I've got the forecast. It's it's back over there behind Camilla. I didn't bring it into the private closet with me. Um, but uh, the forecast, yeah, we've got a cooling to around 70, what, Sunday, Monday, maybe Tuesday, maybe some troughing kind of lingering Tuesday or so. We'll see about that. That's a, that's a new little wrinkle today. But um, there's no sign of like a big, cold, wet upper level trough through the end of next week, which, am I correct? That would take us to the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And the opening of the Rose Festival. So we're going to stay warm and dry for another week, folks. I think that's a big message, right? Yeah. After yeah. your fond memories from last year's uh, Rose Fest, right? Was it that's right. The, the clowns and I, yes. <laughs> I got to hang out with like 50 clowns. And um, they. I said there was one little dot. The radar was mostly dry, but there was one little hefty shower developing directly over downtown Portland. And we had to wait till like 5 p.m. at the start of the newscast. And that, you know, there's this official ribbon cutting. They have these massive scissors. They're like four feet across and it's like the Rose Festival is now declared open and everybody comes in. There's a band and the clouds are bouncing around and stuff. And the, and the princesses, they're just, I felt badly for them. They're just getting, getting soaked. soaked. And I'm like just shoving my hair up because it's just like water down my face. And then it instantly turns to mud right down there at City Fair. And uh, it was fun. Once you embraced it and just said, okay, I'm getting soaked. I can't stop it. I mean, just sheets of rain. But that was the only shower in the metro area that day. Yeah. That's how the Rose Festival started last year. And then we had a bunch of wet wet days mm-hmm. okay it, it's got to be drier right this time for sure yeah hopefully. yeah uh, you know what's even more bizarre about this may heat or just the way that this may is playing out is if you if you're a weather nerd at all you've probably pulled up a visible satellite image today oh, yeah. or yesterday who and doesn't just, who doesn't right 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 i mean it's yeah I who doesn't it. so it, it's kind of like <laughs> you know it's like old school newspaper it's just like you got to bring up the visible satellite in the morning. Otherwise, you just can't get your day started, right? It's part of coffee, right, Mark? Oh, my god! Actually, it is. I should well, see myself Well, wait out. a minute. But Camilla, she before she even gets to the coffee, she's already run like five miles just as a little, quote, warm-up. Then she gets to the coffee probably, right? Right, right. <laughs> no, coffee always first. Coffee first okay. and then workout. So you're yeah. regular. You're like regular people there. Yeah. Actually, yeah. to be specific, though, I can't pull up the visible satellite imagery because it's too early. So I'm using nighttime microphysics imagery. Oh, that works. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the low clouds and fog out there. So really quickly, though, the reason I bring up the visible satellite imagery is there are massive wildfires burning in Western Canada right now. And it's mm-hmm. unbelievable to see the amount of smoke pouring into the Pacific Northwest and elsewhere in mid-May. Uh, this morning, and I'm sure things have changed since then, but there were air quality alerts in eastern Washington, Montana, the entire state of Montana, Minnesota. I, pl- I believe part of Colorado. I mean, it's just like bizarre places where we don't normally see air quality alerts because of wildfires this time of year. Right. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and even our part of the country down in Northwest Oregon and Southwest Washington has seen a hazy horizon uh, the past couple of mornings. It's, it's just weird stuff, Mark. Um, yeah, you know, think? I was, I was going to say the core of that upper level high, the the uh, the anomaly, you know, above normal heights, it, it was centered up in Canada, not over us during this little right. heat wave episode, and so their extremes were even more extreme than ours compared to normal. And I think I read that you know when we've heard of fires in Canada, it has been sometimes in the late spring. And I think what I read is when you get that far north, things haven't greened up yet, so it's easier to burn. That makes and it's sense. still dry from winter because, you know, winter is actually really dry. Right? I mean, yes, it snows, but there's not a lot of moisture because it's cold and dry. So I think I've read that like in Alberta, yeah, they can get fires in the springtime before, you know, kind of summer thunderstorms get set up and wet things down. But that's crazy. You're right. I, I looked at that. I'm working on a. You guys probably saw it. there's a half finished product that we've used in the past, but I needed to fix it. It shows air quality in the Portland area. For the last 20 years, like the whole year, each year is a strip. Good graphic. Good graphic. And I noticed that in May and June, it's always good air quality. June, we always have excellent air quality. So that that would have been extremely unusual if we would have had uh, some sort of smoke episode in the month of June. I don't think we've ever had that, at least in the last 23 years. And I I don't remember it growing up. So so that luckily, it, it has kind of backed off today. You can see it's moved off to the east. Yeah, so that's good. and it'll keep getting better, right? As as more of that Westerly uh, onshore flow. flow, yep. Right, switches right. on. Mm-hmm. So we escaped uh, that one, but um, that was weird. Yeah, you're right, Jeff. Really strange stuff. Yeah, yeah, and even weirder. Well, not even weirder, but I did see some poor air quality in uh, Deschutes County this morning, and uh, our our newsroom reached out. They've had a controlled burn, I believe, going recently right. near Lapine. Um, but normally with controlled burns, you're doing them under sp- certain atmospheric conditions so that it doesn't impact the air quality of bigger communities. And to see unhealthy air quality in Bend this morning tells me that maybe that thing got a little out of control. I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get too far into it because I don't know the details. But it, it's it's bottom line is when we experience a long stretch of abnormally warm temperatures – it, it dries things out faster than we are used to. And I think we have yeah. really noticed things dry out even west of the Cascades. That's right. Pretty dry stuff. I, I'm pretty much now beginning to water everything, not the lawn that can go another week, but uh, everything, all the stuff I've planted. And, and all of a sudden I'm like way behind on, on my gardening because I normally I would just wait till early June to plant lots of the warm weather stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I guess we're starting now. Meanwhile, we've yeah. got that uh, project going on. I, I'm building like a little thing over my hot tub, like a pergola type thing. I thought I'd have more time for that. And then we're trying to replace the liner on the pool. These yeah, so what's going know. on with the pool? Uh, this has come uh, up a couple of times in the past few days. You've, you've heard me complaining, basically. No, yeah. uh, the liner of the pool, the, the plastic part on, a, on an above ground pool, every few years you replace it. And so ours was like maybe eight uh, years old and it was starting to get really in bad shape. So you have to kind of have to, you have to take the pool about halfway apart to do that. And then you have to level everything perfectly. You tamp down the sand. My wife's out there getting upper body workout. And then we have to keep the sand wet because it's too hot and dry. And then, you know, it's kind of hot inside that round enclosure anyway. So (laughs) we we didn't even, that's not even going to happen until next Thursday. We got to go camping this weekend. So we, we, that's been put aside for now. Yeah. Too many things to do all at once. I I have plants in my yard for the first time because we kind of got it landscaped uh, beginning of last fall, I want to say. Congratulations. Uh, So I haven't even had – thank you. That was a new Uh, house, right? That's why, right? Pretty new development. Yeah, well, yeah, Yeah. and we put in turf and, you know, we did a patio. So it's just like it's getting there piece by piece. Um, But, yeah, this week was finally when I was like, oh, yeah, I have to water. I have to water plants or they die. So there's a couple – couple uh, shrubs back there that are looking a little sad 
which is soak them. They need the water. I know. Yeah, yeah I know. But yeah. Speaking of water, I heard a rumor that something happened with the power washer. <laughs> yes the pressure washer saga continues oh, yeah. pressure uh, because yeah so we talked about it last podcast that i was borrowing marks yep. and between one of the shows we were out in the parking lot he was showing me how to work it because i've never used one before and that and it worked fine it worked fine you had Everything it it was, was good you even yeah, took but... a selfie at home you both took a selfie together proving that the training yeah. was underway and then yep. camilla took a selfie at home yeah i saw like like, let's go, like using a pressure washer for the first time. Like we can do it. Um, but the problems ensued after that. Point. <laughs> um, Mark, I think we breezed through the like choke and this has to be over here, but this has to be over here. And then you move it maybe a little too quickly. Too many levers. Training yeah. Too yeah. many things to move around. Uh, because yeah. I, yeah. I was messing up the choke when I was using it at my house for our deck and uh, it kind of would sputter. And then at one point just like stopped working and wouldn't turn back on again. <laughs> That's when she and texted I, me and I'm like, I don't know. I want to say works fine for me. I don't know what the problem is, but then yeah. I kind of figured from what you described, maybe it's flooded right i yeah i was so scared i almost want to pull up that text because mark was so nonchalant about it he was like i yeah just give it a couple hours and i was already googling how to fix a flooded <laughs> engine how to remove the carburetor like i was like oh my god camilla's small much. engine repair shop i'm like no that's not, you're not gonna have to do that just relax let it dry out it'll, it'll, it'll start again in a few hours and then what happened and then it did yep it must so, have just needed to evaporate a little bit. You were running it with the choke on a ways. The choke is only to get it going briefly, and then the choke yep. goes off. You right. were running it. Basically, you were just killing that poor little engine. It was struggling along, struggling <laughs> along trying to keep up with you. Yeah. And it was just had too rich of a mixture there. And uh, yeah. it was just choking, choking, choking. And finally, it said, we're done, Camillo. But then, yeah. you know, you, you figured it out. You got it. And uh, it worked perfectly after that, right? Yeah, deck looks pretty good. It's uh, it's not perfect, and you know there's still some gunk that, uh, whatever. It's fine. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's a lot better than it was before. It so. looks good. I saw the picks. Yeah. So yeah. Good stuff. Well, thank you for letting me thank borrow that. You didn't break it. You just did a little bit of extra gas. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. So last week I was kind of like, how hard could it possibly be? Okay, I have like an attachment that goes on my hose that is a pressure washer. This is like what. This thing is – you guys are, like, pushing around, like, a whole, like, machine out there. Um, this, well, you this just let it sit while you're pressure okay. washing. Like, well, you move it around at different parts the... of the yard. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, so that's the reason why I was like, how hard could it possibly be? I didn't realize – and I should have thought more clearly because Mark – every tool that Mark has is, like, the highest quality. Like, the <laughs> the the wood chipper, wood – slicer that he has whatever he oh, talked yeah. about last week the log splitter the wood yeah. splitter yes. <laughs> clearly i've lived in the country for many a year um yeah. no uh i just used yeah. it today it was great yeah nice um okay so in other news today what about is... weather did we, did we cover what? everything weather wise because we're, we're deep into like outdoor stuff I oh we sure well, i think we, we did we talked about yeah. the heat okay yeah yeah i'm coming no rain yeah mm -hmm. this is this is a June pattern, June July pattern happening in May. That's that's what everybody needs to know, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we don't see a big soaking coming up. I don't see anything on the maps, and it would be unusual if we we've only had 0.91 inches of rain in May. I mean, if that's all we get, or we only get a little bit beyond that, that's going to be well below average. It's funny we've only had one wet May in like the last eight years, 
uh, drier Mays like this have become more common recently, except for last year. Interesting. Yeah. And of course, that does not bode well for uh, fire season. So hopefully we do get you know an uptick in the rain at some yeah. point, a bit of a pattern change. Um, it, would, it would be great if we had a two weeks of showers in cool weather, you know, in mid-June. Yeah. Um, Mark, for, you've lived in the, the Pacific... Mark, you've lived in the Pacific Northwest your whole life, all right? Mm -hmm. um, today yep. is May 18th, 1980. Not, not 1980. Oh, yeah. Today is May 18th, 2023. <laughs> but May 18th, but 1980 happened? is a special date in many yeah. people's minds. So what does that date mean to you, Mark? Yeah, everybody knows May 18th. That's a big eruption day. That's St. Helens. Everybody remembers that was here at the time remembers, and I was only 11. Is that right? Yeah, I was 11. Um, what they were doing or when they, I, I didn't actually hear about it for a few hours and afterwards. Cause you know, of course there's no social media, no internet. And I think we had some sort of event at my house that day. it was a Sunday morning. And I didn't, I think most of us South of the volcano could not hear it. I know we didn't hear anything in Mount Angel. That's where we were living at the time and, um, had family over at noon. And I remember somebody said, Hey, did you hear Mount St. Helens is erupting? It's like, really? And there had been for the six weeks before that, it, it had woken up about six weeks before at the end of March. So is that six weeks? Yeah, about six weeks. Um, and there had been minor eruptions, lots of news coverage, you know, the, a crater had formed at the top, kind of, you know, and it was still had that perfect conical shape, but there was a crater at the top. And then it had been quiet, very quiet for those weeks, I think probably two or three weeks, three weeks at least before that big eruption. And that bulge had been growing on the north flank and they were like, it's this volcano's bulging out five feet a day. I do remember five feet a day thinking, wow. oh, that doesn't seem good, but nobody really knew like, what does that mean? Oh, I wonder if something's going to happen. And then of course it did. It's at that lateral blast, the whole North side, you know, goes down. We've all seen the video. It slides down and this massive lateral blast out to the North. And then also, uh, you know, then it erupted for the next, if that was 8 AM, I remember it was finishing up, I don't know, like 7 PM. About the time the sunset, the plume was still there. So it erupted for like 10 hours straight with that massive, you know, column. So that was something else. I didn't see it that day either because we had thin high clouds and we couldn't see it from Mount Angel for some reason. More, There were a few other uh, – oh, a week later it erupted, but it was an upper level low and showery. And that one I think sent ash down towards to the southwest over Portland and Tillamook, and that messed up the Rose Festival parades, as I recall. They had to sweep the streets, and it was a big mess. And then, and then a week after that, there were three in a row. There was another eruption. I think that one was also on cloud cover and kind of headed up towards Chehalis and, and Olympia. They got nailed by a couple inches of ash up there. And it doesn't melt. And if you get a couple inches, it's it's there. It doesn't go anywhere. And then uh, and then during that summer, there was a spectacular one in late July that was uh, perfect blue sky, you know, like we're having right now, and a massive column. We could I remember oh walking gosh. from behind the trees, and that evening you could see this massive column up to the north. So that was pretty cool. Like like our wow. thunderstorms. So yeah. it was an exciting summer. And then after that, it kind of faded slowly. You know, the next few years. I grew up in the desert Southwest and summer. Camilla, Camilla grew up in the central U S and it, it like, I don't, Camilla, I don't know about you, but like you just, it, it just seems more like a fairy tale or something when you hear about Mount St. Helens. Yeah. I mean, especially when yeah. you, you grew up or you were born after when it erupted and to live up here now. I mean, I, I finally got to go to Johnston Ridge observatory last summer and get right up close and personal with Mount St. Helens and just to mm -hmm. kind of like see how large that crater really is. And, Amazing, you know, isn't it? The amount of force yeah. that came out and just, you know, here in posting the, about the anniversary and in reading all of the comments on social media, you know, people's accounts like of what happened, people out. I, I had somebody say scary you know, stuff, Ash, Ashfall and Astoria. Um, uh, I had somebody that that was um, like a semi truck driver and they said that they had to go all the way out to Utah to get, I think, barrels of hay 
for livestock out here because just you know fields all over the Pacific Northwest were covered in ash and you couldn't That's access right. uh, it. It, the different ways that it impacted people's lives mm-hmm. is it's incredible. And I, um, I'm a student pilot right now, so I'm flying, I'm learning how to become a, a private pilot. I'm flying out mm-hmm. of, um, out of Grove field, uh, the small airport up in Camas. And on Tuesday I was flying with my instructor and we were practicing turns and doing things right at the base of Mount, like kind of at the foothills of Mount St. Helens. And first of all, it's an amazing time to be able to learn how to fly in the Pacific Northwest because you're, you're getting to see all the volcanoes, these amazing mountains, but, um, doing it the week of the anniversary of the eruption was just a really, it, it, it hit a little bit differently and just seeing it. And man, it's just special to live up here at Mark. You made the, you made like a joke. You comp, you made a, a joke, kind of a half joke a few years back that, uh, you would like to see something happen with Mount Hood. And I know what you meant. And I know a lot of people kind of like <laughs> took it offensively. Like, of course, we don't want destruct- destruction. But from like a science perspe- perspective, you know, meteorologists go through a lot of different types of, you know, chemistry, you know, different types of uh, math and science yeah. that lead into meteorology. I think we just have a profound respect and appreciation for volcanoes, the fact that we live so close to them. Um, and They're it's, an amazing natural phenomenon. So that's, I guess I should say that. You're right. We, we actually don't want Mount Hood to erupt again because that would cause some huge havoc. Um, not just dangerous necessarily, but huge economic disruption. Think of Mount, if Mount Hood w- woke up, skiing on Mount Hood would be shut down for the winter. You know? Totally. It's more of a... No, I mean, that's just the one thing. I mean, that's like yeah, the first yeah, yeah. thing. What about government camp? Hundreds of people live there. They have to leave probably. Yeah. So yeah. So And the main route over to Bend from... Uh, Central Oregon from uh, Portland would be shut down at times. So, well, yeah. and yeah, and the other thing to remember is, and I'm so grateful. I just had my natural hazards class where we're talking about volcanoes and earthquakes oh, yeah. and everything. Uh, the capability, just the the sheer power of these strato volcano volcanoes, is so impressive. I mean, just the level of explosiveness that can happen uh, is kind of mind blowing when you think about it. And we had to kind of evaluate natural hazards in our area. So I was looking at Mount Hood and, you know, like the Lahars that could impact Troutdale, you know, if you yeah. had a flow and that would, could, that could take out that community. So it's just, it's kind of crazy when you think about, you know, what could happen and we don't know when it could happen is this the crazy thing. Yeah. The mountain Helens that, that happened pretty quickly. It just, it yeah. was only a couple of weeks of earthquakes. Like, Oh, we've got raised, you know, elevated um, uh, earthquake activity. And then suddenly I remember the day it, the, suddenly news helicopter copters were up there because a, a puff opened up at the top of the mountain smoke. It's like it, it woke up. So, and that was probably yeah. at two weeks max from when the first earthquake started. So it can happen quickly. It would be great. There to we have, go. It would be great to have a geologist or two on our podcast to kind of just pick their brain about this, because obviously this is not our specialty, but um, yeah. I've heard that. And I've read that Mount St. Helens is more of the explosive stratovolcano. That's what history tells right. us. And Mount hood is more of the, flowy pyroclastic flow type of volcano. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Just wanted to bring up, uh, the, you know, the anniversary, it's a big deal here in the Pacific Northwest. Bottom line, our weather pattern has been abnormally warm. It looks like it's gradually going to cool off this weekend. Enjoy the cooler weather because we're probably going to see a bit of a warm up again, mid to late week of next week, back into the seventies and eighties. Um, so Thanks for joining us here on episode 52 of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. We're trying to get these up every week, so hopefully we'll have video and a podcast for you next week. Until then, well, enjoy more summertime. See you soon. Please tell us.